Cause who the fuck would be dumb enough to reject an offer? Oh, what an offer now? Two, two, ten, one, five. Couple hours can change your life. Frank saying, Oh, what a night. What a night. What the fuck is a girlfriend? I'ma need advice. Maybe I should go outside so I could get a fucking life. I made a friend and she spent the night now. I'm in love and she remains in my life. Back when we spoke in Europe, I need insurance on my emotions. I can't get hurt again. Just be happy by the end of this song. Thank you for tuning in to Friends to the End, Part 3. This episode, I sat down with a newer friend whom I've made through becoming a podcaster, Darren Wilson. He was originally the rookie on the Legion Podcast Network before I got added to it, so now I'm the one who's taking the beatings for him. Anyways, this time we went a little bit outside of what Darren usually does, and we got away from talking about politics and government and other depressing things like that that he's really into and I know nothing about. And we talked about something that I know plenty about, which is getting high and watching movies. This episode was a ton of fun for us. We decided that we wanted to do our top five movies to watch while consuming some herbal refreshments. And we decided that no specific parameters should be involved because really the movie doesn't have to be about smoking pot to enjoy it while you're smoking pot. We also decided that it would be a great idea to get super high while we were talking about this. Therefore, uh, we went a little bit long in this one, plus I added a lot of clips for the movies, 
So I'm going to keep this intro pretty brief here. Uh, stay tuned. We are still on schedule to be releasing bi-weekly with these episodes. So after this one comes out, the next Who Will Survive show will be the following week. And then the week after that, another Friends Till the End. Uh, you should know where to find these shows, but we are now also included on iTunes as a solo feed. So search for Who Will Survive on iTunes, Who Will Survive on Stitcher, uh, also, we are proud members of the Legion Podcast Network, as well as the Raw Live and Unedited Podcasting Network, so please subscribe to both of those feeds in either iTunes or Stitcher to get all of the other shows, just like us, and more, containing great content such as movie discussion, book discussion, pop culture, video games, news, movies, superheroes, Star Wars, action figures. Between the two networks, they really have a ton of shit covered, and we are just lucky to be a part of both of those families. We are very grateful to everyone who has been supportive of us so far, who has been giving us uh, praise on the episodes, and who have been giving us feedback, and everyone who's been listening and downloading and sharing, telling their friends. It's really been going awesome, uh, far, far better than I even expected things to be going. So I'm, I'm extremely grateful for that. Uh, please just stay tuned. I promise that uh, if you like what you've been hearing so far, there's more to come. And then in addition to subscribing, please get involved in the Facebook group page more than any other social media we have. It's under Who Will Survive Horror Podcast on Facebook. Uh, we have a, pay, uh, a like page, but the group page is really where I'd like people to get more involved. And feel free to post things on there of your own. Don't just, you know, interact with the things that I post. Go on there and, and share if you see something you think we'd like, or if there's a movie that you're watching that you think is just fucking awesome and you want us to check it out, uh, trailers, news, funny shit, doesn't even have to be horror, just, you know, entertain us, thrill me. But that's it for now, uh, thanks again, and I give you Friends Till the End, Part 3, with Darren Wilson. Hello. Hello, my name is Dr. Green Thumb. Hello, my name is...
like a relief that I don't have to deal with extra drama yeah. involving that. So. <laughs> There's going to be plenty of that from what I hear. My, I, I'm still, uh, my kid will be three this year, okay. so I'm a lot further behind you. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, in some ways I wish that I waited, and in other ways like I'm glad that I'm on the back nine of this whole situation. So. <laughs> the problem is I'm, I'm starting to feel a little checked out on the back nine already. But <laughs> but it doesn't help that my my ex-wife, who is the mother of these two kids, is a fucking pain in my ass too. So uh. it's more of like I'm, I'm partially checked out because I'm just tired of dealing with her as well. So you know, it's one of those kind of things. So, yeah, I've lived a lot of life already. But yeah. Thank the earth for making something grow out of you that you grind it up and burn it and it just makes everything... Yeah. Feel a little bit better. Right on. Uh, so <clears throat> why don't we talk a little bit about your podcast here? I, I'm curious to know kind of what that came out of and if you, well, did you do anything before this one or was this your first show that you did by yourself? This is the first show that I ever really did by myself. I had, um, there was one that was uh, like a two episode thing that nobody listened to. Mm-hmm. And I don't even know if those exist anymore because they were really, really, really shitty. But for <laughs> mostly I was like, um, I played in a, like a political punk rock band okay. forever. I think I started playing when I was 14 or 15. Right. And then, you know, as you get older, like I said, I'm on the other side of 35 sure. now, uh, you stop going on tour as much. Like we did a whole lot of tours in the U S and, you know, we were all, living in the practice space and a bunch of, you know, weird, wild, whatever. And then everybody got a little bit older and everybody, right. everybody got married. Uh, I was the second one to have a kid, but everything slowed down enough that I was just kind of like looking for an outlet sure. where, where I wasn't banging the shit out of my drums, you know, two or three nights a week. And I've always been really political. My parents were protesters in the 60s they took me to my first protest rally in dc when i was in like fourth grade uh so politics and anger and whatever (laughs) went went to uh from the band to i I was listening to podcasts and everything and i noticed that a lot of times i'd be hearing somebody get get really close to taking it somewhere that i would want to hear politically and a lot of people were like, well, you know, nobody wants to hear that. So let's move on. And I was like, fuck it. That's what I, I want to hear that. So I'm just going to see if anybody else wants to sure. do that. So, yeah, uh, the Psychosemantic podcast, um, what the little tagline, <laughs> it's, it's really cheesy, but it's really concise. It's politics, movies and political movies. It's pretty much you can turn anything political if you try. Yeah. And uh, so we we take a movie and that's the start off point. Sometimes it's pretty much a straight ahead uh, thing. Sometimes it's three hours of some sort of argument or discussion and tangents. And um, yeah, I I got to got to know a lot of people in the podcasting community. And then I I got on Legion this summer and I want to be welcoming you uh, to the family. Yeah, thank you. you. You just got on in December, right before Christmas? Uh, yes. I think it was It was right after we put out our Christmas episode, and then uh, I just kind of got 
got blindsided with it by Bo, who I I had just been talking to him, um, you know, technical questions and the, and things of that sort, and uh, you know, we talked about network stuff, and he was under the impression that I was kind of locked in with this other network, and I said, well, I'm not really, you know, if you get a chance to check my show out, and if you like it, you know, give me some criticism or whatever, and we can work towards, you know, becoming a, a, a member of your network. And he's like, oh yeah, no problem, you know, and I had talked to him a few times here and there, and then he just kind of blindsided with me with, hey, you're uh, part of the group now. And I was like, oh, okay, <laughs> cool, thanks, man. So, and uh, yeah, I mean, everyone's been really cool as far as all the all the people I've interacted with before I was a part of it and now continuing into it and the people that I met after becoming a part of it too that kind of comes along with the territory of you know hey welcome to the family and then other people kind of you know open the door to you as well so so it's been a nice thing for me I I think kind of along the same lines of what you said with just looking for a, a creative outlet that that you could have more of an opinion about or more of a voice on um, in, a, in a similar way, like I listened to a lot of podcasts and had thought about trying to do something and was like, well, what's my voice and what's my identity and what do I want to? And then, you know, you get too wrapped up in that kind of shit and you're like, well, I just want to, I just want to be me basically, you know? Mm-hmm. So that's the it's nice easier to keep track that way. Yeah. And it's a nice uh, way to do that. I, th- I think I had heard someone talk recently about how. Um, it, with podcasting, you get the most honest version of people's true selves, if they're willing to do that, at least, because you talk for so long on these things and you let things out and you don't have to be covered up by any sort of, you know, any sort of mom or dad holding your hand and keeping you in check or watching what you're saying or any of that kind of stuff. To a degree, obviously, if you're a part of a network or something, you can't just you know, come out and violate whatever the the beliefs of everyone are, you know, very aggressively and cause a scene or whatever. But I'm pretty sure Bo wouldn't appreciate if I started a Nazi podcast or something like that. But <laughs> Probably I, not. I think, I, I think he could tell that that wasn't where I was going with it. So <laughs> some sort of uh, some sort of right wing propaganda or something. <laughs> but, you know, everyone has their right to their opinion as long as it's it's. They, they have a foundation for what their opinion is and a, and a real belief in it, but it doesn't mean that I want to listen to it either or it doesn't mean you have to let it be a part of your family. So, Right, right. But no, I, I like what, what you're doing with uh, trying to find more of a, a specific tone to the movies, whether it's a comedy movie or a horror movie or an action movie, but it has that undertone at least of... Uh, some sort of a political message or an agenda or it identifies something that has gone on at a certain point in time in society that needs to be called out on, you know? Yeah. <clears throat> There's definitely a lot of that out there. Yeah, definitely. Uh, we just, uh, I just did my one year anniversary show right. with court, court psyop. And mm-hmm. we thought that we should do uh, satires on fascism. So we did Duck Soup um, and the Three Stooges, uh, You Nasty Spy, because they're both about people that got put in charge Uh and they didn't know what they were doing. And then they put their idiot friends in charge. (laughs) Right. It's it's 
pretty low hanging fruit, but yeah, <laughs> sometimes the time dictates the movie that's done. Yeah. Now, have you um, have you had ideas for other shows or offshoot ones or anything like that that you have thought about? Obviously, time is a factor in these things, but I know like a lot of us get all these ideas about oh, I should do a show about this or a podcast about that or because that's the I guess the one thing with the way that you you created this one obviously you want to kind of stick to a political theme and not that not that anyone's going to be like hey fuck you man you didn't do a political movie <laughs> I'd probably get more listeners if I didn't <laughs> yeah right right <laughs> that's true <laughs> but yeah I mean I guess has that been a consideration at all for you if there was something you wanted to do that you couldn't really find a way into the the theme or the spirit of the show well uh one one thing that i thought of doing was uh what, what was the damn the dumbass name for it um state of panic mm-hmm. or something like that and then i was gonna just go from state to state or like horror movies that took place in different states okay or or horror movies that had something to do with ohio okay because i because i mean that's like Wes Craven's from here, so that's all his movies. Okay. And just other others. So that was kind of like a, I really shouldn't do this, but I, I formulated the idea enough. Um, yeah. I've got a, a side one in this show where I have commentaries done with uh, having my wife watch movies that she's refused to watch. Oh, yeah. I, I listened to one of them. I forget which <clears throat> which one. Uh, we did. I like that. Deliverance and uh, Last House on the Left and uh, Devil's Rejects so far. I think I did. I think I listened to Last House on the Left was the one uh, okay. I heard. <laughs> so. so that that was the side one. I if you're talking about if I'm seriously planning on uh, well, when does this episode come out? If you know, um, it will like sometime in February or March. Uh, yeah, yeah, it'll be about two and a half weeks or something from now so two three weeks something like that so so yeah okay it'll be within february for sure okay it'll be within february yes okay uh if i might have to ask you to cut this part out but this should be out now i am taking over as co-host for the vd clinic okay uh david uh I don't know if you've heard that show. It's uh, David uh, David and Vanessa. Uh, it's on Legion also. I've, I think I've heard of it, but I don't know if I've, <clears throat> I may have listened to an episode. I tried to go through and, and, and cherry pick ones, but then I know some of the shows haven't had an episode out in a while, so it was harder yeah. to find them in the feed or whatever. So Yeah, their, their last episode was in December. They did the Hebrew Hammer. Um, okay. But we just recorded the January. It's supposed to be the January episode. So since you okay. said it's be in February, this should be out now. Yeah. But on that episode, David announces that he's retiring from podcasting. And okay. Uh, so if you're hearing this, I have taken over as co-host <laughs> with of uh, the VD Clinic, where we do movies matched with literature usually right okay I, I think i did listen to one episode of it at least but i have definitely been trying to make my way through the the gambit of all the great shows that are on the network there's just so many it's hard to get through all it's, of them it's so hard that's why when you said you listen to joe rogan i was like i don't even know if i listen to 
I guess last podcast on the left is the f- only podcast I think that I listen to that I don't know anybody that's on it. Okay. Yeah, I listen to a lot of other ones. Not a lot, but a few here and there. Um, only because at, at my job, oftentimes I get to listen to podcasts all day. Oh, uh, nice. Not all the time, but often I do get to. So I do like uh, property management and home improvement type things. But I just work for one guy that owns a bunch of apartments. So I'm either remodeling a place or putting out a fire somewhere. <laughs> that's already occupied so for the most part i have a lot of alone time except when the boss is around and actually like working with me like if he's around and he's not working next to me then that's fine i can listen to my shit and it doesn't affect him but sometimes i have to actually like talk to him so <laughs> super annoying when you have to actually talk to the boss right oh my god just go away i know right i'm hoping that i don't smell like weed from the morning before i got there still <laughs> spraying myself with essential oils in the car and shit uh, so they he he never smells like it you've never had that moment of a a knowing nod well he doesn't smoke but he knows that I do mm. he just doesn't want you to smell like it at work yeah it's one of those kind of things but uh, what do you what kind of work do you do oh um it's pretty boring I I do <laughs> Very, very freelance writing. I haven't done anything for a little while. Um, mm-hmm. I have a small publishing company that I opened. Uh, okay. Most mostly online. As uh, like I've got a, some cartoonists, some cartoonists I know, and uh, sure, other things like that. But yeah, I, I work out of the house. Oh, nice. So uh, it's, I basically work out of the house at night most of the time. I hang out with our two-year-old. Uh, throughout the day, I'm Mr. Mom. Hey, that's that's a job too. I, I always, do the cooking and the laundry, and then I shovel the driveway. And I always like wanted that when I when I lived with my kid's mom. I always wished like that I could stay home and take care of him, and she would go to work. But it didn't happen that way. Mm. So <laughs> <laughs> my degrees in English literature and creative writing, so I am not the breadwinner of the family. Um, yeah, well, my, my girlfriend, uh, oh, that's funny. Cause my girlfriend is also in social work. Oh, cool. Um, she actually is, uh, like now she's a consultant. She moved up through the, the chain and, uh, she manages like teams of social workers now. So, oh, cool. But that's... That's, she has like a, a master's degree in social work and everything. So, that, you know, where, where did she get her degree? Uh, from the university of Buffalo. Oh, okay. Because uh, Amanda also has her master's. Um, okay. She got hers. She got part of her degree at uh, Indiana University, and then she finished at Ohio. She got her master's at Ohio State here. Okay. Uh, and she works for the Coalition on Homelessness and Housing in Ohio, or Housley, Housing and Homelessness. I always mix up the H's. Okay. Um, and she sort of uh, has uh, is the person that social workers from around Ohio that work with the agency get a hold of. Okay. I couldn't tell you her job title. Right. Uh, but there's, you know, like 15 people in the office or something like that. Yeah. 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 She, uh, my girlfriend works from home and then travels to all these places where she manages the teams. 
So she's always like flying out for three days and then home for two weeks and then flies out for three days, home for two weeks kind of thing. So, oh man, that's some, that's some hardcore social work. Yeah. Well, it comes with the territory of this, like this team management position. It's like, well, you get to work from home, but then you have to go to where the teams are. So, mm-hmm. because it's like a big company that manages all over the world kind of thing. So, so yeah. And I have no college degree. I dropped out after two years and I work with my hands. Hell yeah. And Built. I hate it, but it's a living. So. <laughs> right on, man. It's an honest living. Yeah. I think I only hate it because I'm just bored with it. I've been doing it since <laughs> I was a kid, basically. Like, I grew up doing construction shit with my dad, and I just you... <laughs> I'm so over it now. Are you like Ron Swanson uh, from, from Parks and Rec? Uh, I never watched that, but mm. I, I, I know the character you're talking about, though. Oh. Um <laughs> He's like, I had my first steelworker job at nine, and I started. <laughs> yeah, uh, s- sort of like that. Yeah, although I just I just worked all in in construction the whole time. When I was a kid, my dad had me uh, tearing off garage roofs and stuff with him on the weekends. So I luckily wasn't afraid of heights. So that worked <laughs> out. <laughs> yeah, it definitely helps. Yeah, I remember I got stung by uh, a wasp like in the back of my head. When I was, I don't know, like 15 or something, working on a job on a weekend with them. And it was like tearing the roof off and there was a wasp nest and the thing stung me in like behind my ear in the back of my head. And had this huge lump sticking out of my head for like two days. Oh, fuck, dude. And he's like, yeah, you're fine. Just put some ice on it and like take me to the doctor or anything. Rub some dirt on it. Yeah, yeah. Basically, I got like a a little bit of a break and then I had to go back to work. (laughs) I'm not paying you to sit there and be hurt. To start working, you won't think about it so much. Like, all right, fine. Walk it off. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely. I had too much of that. And now I'm kind of a, a knucklehead for that. i never take any of my injuries or anything seriously. Until they make you. Yeah. Definitely. But, yeah, I think um, that, that's, that's cool, though. You had this opportunity to join that show that I'm sure you were kind of a fan of it beforehand. So... I kind of get to be a part of it. Were you ever a guest on the show before or anything? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, let's see. I was on an an earlier one where I, I didn't read the book. I forget what the book was. But we did, uh, was it House of, House of the Devil? Okay. Um, T. Ty. I'm so shitty with director's names. Oh, but uh, the, the director. Uh, Ty West. Did, Ty West, yeah. It was uh, one of his movies, and the the theme of the episode was like the 1980s satanic panic. Okay. That I'm sure we're about the same age. Yeah. You know, when when everything was the devil, and there were satanic cults everywhere, and they're going to drag children out of the right. Um, See, so yeah, I, I was on then, and I helped them out with a couple like doctored photo requests, and Vanessa had been on my show. Uh, let's see. She was on one of the first episodes. We did a documentary uh, about the Central Park Five, and for Pride Month, she came on and we did Gods and Monsters. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we'd had quite a few conversations, and right, they didn't say that that's the reason. But my name also starts with a D, so they don't have to change the the name of the show. Oh, there you go. Uh, <laughs> that helps. Yeah. 
that's good. So it's just the two of you then doing that. Yeah, yeah. David's gonna okay. uh, just do his music, and uh, like Vanessa will move up to like main host or whatever because she was there first. And yeah, well, or, or who, whoever does the editing is the main host. That's that's what I say, and she's taking over the editing because I wouldn't be able to do both shows. Right. Okay. So yeah, whoever does the editing, right, it's like right. the dry. It's like the driver gets to pick the music. Yeah, it's just that, yeah, yeah. That, that little bit of a hierarchy. Right. Yeah. That uh, luckily that works out in my favor for for my podcast. Marco's like, yeah, just do whatever, man. I trust you. <laughs> <laughs> He's good about that. I'm like, hey, does this sound like a cool? Yeah, I like it. I'm like, okay, yeah, cool. Cool. So <laughs> I don't have to do it. It's great. Yeah. Which he he does for his show, but he doesn't. He doesn't edit very much for his. It's pretty much just a straight talk, and then he, you know, bumps the front, bumps the end, cuts a few things here and there. But uh, like so. outside the cinema, so yeah. I don't know if you listen to them. They're not in Legion. Uh, no, I don't know that one. Uh, it's it's cool. They do like movies have to be at least ten years old. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of cult stuff. It's like a hardcore dude and a punk dude from right. uh like Philly and Boston. Right. And uh, they used to broadcast their shows live every week. I think they're about every week for 10 years now. Okay. And uh, <clears throat> they only – sorry for the cough. Oh, it's all uh, right. They, they only recently uh, started pre-recording more episodes. Um, but it's a pretty cool show. I would check, I would check them out. I think the uh, coughing is kind of the theme of the show. <laughs> I, was, I leave it, all my coughs in. It makes it more like NPR. Yeah, yeah. Um, speaking of coughs, I know we alluded to a few times about um, about uh, our favorite herbal refreshment, but uh, I thought we could talk a little bit about that. As far as uh, what's your what's your history with uh, with smoking weed? Um, you, you always kind of get started in high school. The typical, like that's how I, I'm, I'm more of the typical story. Oh, uh, okay. Um... Do you want to, uh, I have, I didn't hear the first of these shows. Do you do your story first and I do mine or do I go and then you go? Uh, oh, it doesn't matter. I mean, oh, okay. you can, <clears throat> mine's, mine's just the classic, like, you know, had the friend in high school that had the older brother that could get weed and then we wanted to try it. And, you know, it's like a fucking Stephen King movie, basically <laughs> without the cool dead body. Um, yeah, it, let's see. I was I, I was fourteen when I first first smoked, okay. uh, so that was either eighth grade or freshman year. Okay. Um, I mean, I, I'm pretty sure my parents smoked. Uh, they they never you know sat there when in the room when I was there or whatever. But like I feel like yeah, that was yeah. probably right. It wasn't a big deal. Um, but yeah, I, I was like fourteen, and you know we we're uh, our friend's mom. Uh, she was like a, a rocker mom. You know, she was a waitress at Chi Chi's. Yeah. I, I don't know if that restaurant ever got up to Buffalo. Oh, uh, yeah. Um, we had a Chi Chi's. Okay. She was a waitress at Chi Chi's and she had like David Bowie from Labyrinth hair. And, you know, she dated metal musicians. But, you know, just my friend was like, I, I, I found my, my mom's pot. Let's just smoke some. So we went behind the bus garage at a. <laughs> Behind the elementary school where we used to go. Sure, sure. Got really high off 
leaves, you know, (laughs) just like coughing and retching and sweaty and needly. You know, I guess it's funny. I I just sort of remembered I I had sort of a weird experience, I guess, when I started. Uh, Yeah, it it was. So I, I, I did get it from I had this friend, Adam, that had an older brother, Eric, and he was like the you know he was the senior in high school and we were freshmen it's like oh you know can your brother get me some weed so i get it and i'm like well all right i got weed now what the fuck do i do with it because i like my friend had to go in for dinner or some shit like that so i'm like fuck now i got weed what am i am i gonna do right so i had no idea what i was gonna do and uh, i used to always sleep over at my grandma's house which was kind of this weird situation where uh, my my much much older cousin was living there at the time, and my uncle, who was not much older than my cousin, was still living at home with his mom. And it was kind of this weird uh, mix of age groups that was hanging out there. Mm-hmm. And somehow I knew that my cousin Tom and my uncle Joe smoked. They just kind of I don't know. You could just like tell when you're a kid, and like the, yeah. you can tell the older guy that does. You seem way too so, relaxed around me. So I'm like, hey, uh, do you guys want to smoke some weed? And they're like, what'd you say? And I'm like, yeah, man, I, I got this weed. And um, do you guys want to go smoke some? And it was, you know, late at night or whatever. And they're like, oh, shit, you're into this now? And I'm like, yeah, man, I'm I'm really into this now. And like, I had never even smoked before. I was just bullshitting kind of. <laughs> and so he's like, oh, okay, let me go. You know, he gets this pipe. We go outside. I smoke a couple of pipes with them and I come inside and I don't even know what we were watching. And I just lost my shit. Like whatever was on could have been the funniest fucking thing ever made on TV. And they were <laughs> like, Oh no, we broke him. <laughs> like we let him have too much. This isn't good. And uh, I, I came back around and like sort of calmed down and figured it out obviously. But yeah, that was my first time was uh, with my uncle and my older cousin <laughs> from weed that I bought. <laughs> So I guess that's kind of a weird situation. Yeah, it's a unique story. You started out saying it was typical. Yeah, well, I I forgot about the whole family element. I was just thinking of, because then after that, it was like, you know, my friends got some too. And I'm like, dude, did you guys try this shit too? And they were like, yeah, man, it's awesome. Let's try it together. Okay. Like, <laughs> so, so then it kind of turned into the, the more uh, 80s movie kind of thing. yeah my yeah it was me my friend whose mom it was and a friend who i started my first uh start started my first band with that year we were we were listening to the clash when uh we were breaking it up and getting ready to go get cool right right but yeah it's always kind of been I, i never really quit for super long periods of time a couple times here and there for like jobs or whatever but i've definitely always kind of been around it or more more involved in it sometimes but uh, to me it's always been kind of um the, the way that i always see it i heard someone describe it as that uh the pot will just enhance whatever it is that you are already or whatever it is that you're already doing it's not going to make you something that you're not uh was that when i when i said it's a companion to what you're already doing or is that a different conversation you had oh i 
had I had heard it from somewhere else. I don't know another podcast or somebody talking about it, or maybe a conversation I had with somebody. Or, uh, but no, I, I basically what you had said too is along that same line. But just you know, whatever you already are, it's just going to enhance that. So when people say like, if you smoke pot, then it makes you lazy, or it makes you stupid, or well, if you're already stupid and lazy, it's <laughs> definitely not going to help. Right, but if you're already jogging or a well, painter or... Yeah, well, I think if you're a, a creative or a thinking type person or introspective in some way, it only enhances the things that you already feel or think if you can find the right groove with it. And I also appreciate it doesn't work for everybody. A lot of people mm-hmm. just don't like the way it makes them feel, and that's that's physiology, man. You know. Yeah, yeah. A lot of it kind of helps with my insomnia. Yeah, that's true. It it helps with my uh, narcolepsy <laughs> that I talked about before. Right, it keeps me distracted from falling asleep. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, no, I I've always kind of gone against that stereotype, and I think you know a lot of this, the the cliches have turned around to some degree, where some people have kind of started to realize that that's not that's not such a a typical person that smokes pot is not really a typical person that smokes pot. Yeah. I was curious about that. When, when we get to our lists, I was wondering who had the more, or, you know, like how many, how many movies are going to be about that typical guy, the stereotype, um, that isn't real and other kinds. Yeah. Um, I'm not trying to steer it that way. No, 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 no. I, I think um, that that was the, the interesting thing for me when we were talking about planning that, though, was um, w- we um, we wanted to do some sort of attachment of movies and whether it's a, a stoner movie or a, a movie about potheads or a movie about weed or is it, you know, something different. And that's what I think we both kind of agreed the, the avenue was. You know what's a good movie to consume with a side dish of herbal refreshment? Because for me, a lot of the stoner comedies always sort of annoy me because they play up these tropes of the, you know, the dumb idiot that's the pothead or the the lazy guy or the fat guy that is too stupid to do anything. You know. It's kind of like yeah. the, the idiot dad stereotype. Or like all dads are dummies and moms know everything. And which I'm not saying that I'm not stupid and I don't know a lot. And my <laughs> girlfriend is definitely smarter than me. But <laughs> but still, you know, it's it's not cool, I guess. Yeah, we could have done a bottom five, but I imagine if we did a bottom five, that would have mm-hmm. made the show two hours longer. Right. Well, and I. <laughs> I still like some of the stupid stoner comedies too. You know, uh, one one movie that didn't make my my five is um, one of my favorite movies, but I felt like it's such a cliche that everyone knows it and goes to it is um, is Half Baked, which mm. that to me like there's sort of this nostalgia because that was during my late teens, early twenties. I was partying a lot. We would always get fucked up and watch that movie, <laughs> so it has this sort of nostalgia to to the the luster of it. But it's also a really funny movie, 
and they they do all different stereotypes of potheads in that movie. It's not like just contained to one thing, but but that's one of my favorite ones. I just felt like it was kind of too cliche almost. I was trying yeah. to go for something a little more outside the box thinking, but uh, I, I think you know again getting back to it just being an enhancement. There's a lot of movies that aren't anything about you know potheads or smoking pot or getting high or drugs in general that are still able to be enhanced by catching a little buzz beforehand and that gave us a bigger pool to pick from as well so i think um i think we we may have five totally different ones that aren't on each other's choices so we we might and you know mine i have to say mine is just my top five right now it, it's a very floaty fluid list yeah we uh, we covered that idea of like a, a top ten because our first episode for my podcast we decided to do the you know we'll do the top ten thing and kind of introduce ourselves and so we discussed about how it's it's sort of uh, I think Marco had described it as like a living breathing document where you know you you change your taste of something and you go I really love this movie right now and then something else comes along that you like more later for one reason or another so I feel like your top whatever you can never really nail down to just one thing forever yeah Uh, maybe like it's like the constitution maybe like your your one favorite I guess I could see somebody being like this is my favorite you know whatever food drink movie band whatever Mm mm-hmm and that doesn't ever change, but when you get outside of, like, the top one, then I feel like anything is kind of up for grabs, right? Yes, very much so. But, uh, I think, uh, we could probably get into our movies. Do we want to do a back and forth, uh, you know, a five, five, four, four? Sure. Okay. And just, uh, since I didn't talk about this before the show, we (laughs) can, um, we can, uh, I would say just say more we don't really want to get into reviewing the movies as much as just like why we chose this one cool more than anything else you know that's kind of the spirit of it and then after that we encourage people to just go get high and then watch those movies <laughs> yes so i was looking for some uh, funny names to refer to pot and i ended up on online slang dictionary.com slash thesaurus if anyone wants to look this up and it was all alternatives for the word marijuana i won't read all of them because some of them are stupid but uh let's have some good ones here we have uh bammer we have uh cigaweed we have uh <laughs> choke i've never heard that one uh click em. i like this one combustible herbage i'm definitely going to use that sounds like Polly shore made up that word right. some combustible herbage uh, <laughs> we have uh, Doja. I don't know what that is. We have uh, Irv, E R V E. Uh, another personal favorite, a fatty boombaladi. That's one of my personal favorites. Um, the good old hippie lettuce. The hog leg. I've never heard that one. Uh, the one I told you before, a left handed cigarette. I'm not sure if that's uh, only for a joint, but I like that one. Loud. I've never heard it called loud before. Uh, onion. I've definitely not heard it called onion. Uh, a couple more. 
Do we have uh, treats? And then I guess. And, uh, how about Woolies? W-O-O-L-I-E-S. Woolies. That's an interesting one. Or the last one is Zombie. Zombie. I haven't heard almost any of those. Yeah. Some of them I can I can kind of get. Some of them make no sense. Like, I don't understand Woolies or Onion. Yeah, was this like something somebody saw in a movie once that a Maybe they heard poorly it. written undercover cop? Yeah, or like they heard it in like a, a brag rap song. <laughs> yeah, because like the, then you just make up words so you right. can get your rhyme. Right, like the crap that my daughter listens to. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that was there were some funny ones on there. I can get stuff like zombie. I like that. Or yeah. co- combustible herbage. I'm all about making something sound smarter than it is. It's kind of my, it's kind of my thing. I trick people into thinking I'm smarter than I actually am by using big words. A lot of wordplay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, all right. Um, shit. I didn't really I didn't really number mine. <laughs> I can I can wing it. That's all right. I just made a list and I didn't number them in order, so I can wing it. I I put mine into order about two hours ago. Yeah. Uh, problem... We started recording an hour and a half ago. <laughs> I know. Oh, the problem is I've been just uh, binging on all kinds of different podcast-related things while my girlfriend's been out of town for the past week. So I, I, I've been doing the start a thing and then stop and then start another thing and then go back to that thing later. And So I got distracted <laughs> by doing other podcast stuff. Hey, man, it happens. All right. Get a little refresher there. I, how about I'll I'll start and then the guest can go last. All right. You can have the final number one. <laughs> All right. So my number five is kind of not a regular movie, but it has movie in the title, <laughs> and that is Jackass the movie. Hello, I'm Johnny Knoxville. About to rent a car. Hello, I'm Johnny Knoxville, and we're about to test my rocket skates. Go! snow cone. Pack it in there nice and tight. I'm here with Eric Costin and Clyde Singleton and today I'm going to 50-50 this rail and or try to. <laughs> this thing's long. Yeah, thanks. Thanks for reminding me. I have no idea. That's not part of you. That's something extra. I would have known if I ate that. No, you, you won't be able to swap that. That's it's a car toy. Well, how did a car toy get there? Maybe you stuck it up your ass. I didn't stick anything up my ass. Oh, okay. Um, so, I'm, I'm sure, whether you've seen it or not, I'm sure you know what it's about, obviously. Everyone knows I, what Jackass is about. Yeah, I've definitely seen it. I do not remember 
um, well, I was always a huge fan of the, the TV show. When it first came out, it was kind of during that, that same era when I was really into Half-Baked. And I was one of those at a buddy's house. And he's like, yo, have you seen this show on MTV? Check this out. And it was just, you know, guys throwing themselves into walls and punching each other. And I fucking just lost my mind laughing at it. And so I was immediately a fan of it. But then I remember in particular this movie, the one night we were out. And uh, it was after I had my first kid. But we had a babysitter and I was out with my ex-wife. And we had a couple drinks or whatever. And then we went to someone's house to go get high with them. And so we were smoking, and they're like, hey, check out this uh, this Jackass the movie, you know? So we put it on, and I had never seen it. And one of the first things, it was just like a quick cutaway where Steve-O jumped off of a trampoline, like, back first into a ceiling fan and just totally, like, annihilated his whole body and apartment. And, and I laughed so hard at that. And ever since then, like, I've not been able to shake that heavy laughter at that movie. And so that's just always... <laughs> been one of my favorite and i like watching people get hurt too so so <laughs> if have you seen the documentary called dumb about big brother magazine no no i i do need to like catch up on some of the more recent stuff that has come out about them and their surrounding things too so oh, okay Cause yeah that that's got a lot of really early footage of johnny knoxville nice in that in that documentary it's like it's the it's the magazine he was working for when he tested the bulletproof vest. Yes, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's a pretty cool documentary. It was it was on if you have Hulu, it's on Hulu. Okay. Yeah, I'll definitely check that out. So yeah, that's my number five. It is Jackass the movie. It's technically Solid a movie. Because it says movie in it. And it was in theaters. Oh yeah, it's true. I don't think I so no, I didn't see it in the theater because the first time I saw it was that night at someone's house, so Yeah, I remember it had a theatrical release. I don't think I went, but I remember it being out. Right. <clears throat> Solid choice, man. Um, my number five is... Let me just double check. Yeah. Uh, my number five is a movie called Outside Providence. Mr. Dumpy, do you have a friend called Drugs? Drugs Delaney? How many individuals named Drugs could you possibly associate with? Yesterday, we received a, uh, a letter addressed simply to Cornwall Academy, Cornwall, Connecticut. So naturally, we, uh, we opened it and read it. And uh, You might want to sit down. It begins, greetings, Dumpf. What's happening? I got your letter today. Cornhole Academy. Sounds like it really sucks the big one. I can't believe they make everyone work a lot and not smoke. You should tell that piece of shit, Thunder Turd, to shove it. You didn't want to go there in the first place. He'd shit, man. Today, you should have seen me and Mousy today at school today. We got cocked on a pint of blackberry brandy ate some THC on the bus. <laughs> we were fucked. This teacher, Mr. Rivera, goes, What's wrong with you, lady? I go, I'm totally fucked, man. <laughs> Everybody laughed like a bastard. Oh, man, you should, you should see this song I'm listening to, man. 
It's called Don't Bogart That Joint, My Friend. I think it's by a group called... This is a couple of hours later. Must have nodded out, man. I gotta go, because I'm probably definitely gonna nod out again. You want me to send you some... Squeef? Or you got enough? Good luck not getting caught. Cocked in Rhode Island. Drugs. P.S. Oh, yes, there's a uh, postscript you might be interested in. Mousey says he stink-fingered Bunny Cody. Okay. I don't, I don't know if you've seen it. I have not seen it. It's from, like, 1999 or 2000. Okay. Uh, it's about this kid in the seven. I want to say 70s in New England. Okay. Uh, he's, like, a, a metalhead kid. Um... Alec Baldwin plays his dad uh, and it's Providence, Rhode Island and he's driving around uh, smoking out of a bong while driving and he <laughs> he hits a parked cop car in front of the police station okay so instead of um, going to juvie or whatever he goes to a private school upstate and okay. uh, yeah it's uh, yeah, yeah. I, I just yeah, looked I it up. Uh, Cohen brother. Yeah, I looked it up to add it to my watch list here. It is uh, Peter Farrelly and Michael Corrente uh, wrote it, which I know they did a lot of other comedy stuff. Yeah. So and, and uh, he's one of, one of the Farrelly brothers. Yeah, Kingpin most notably is the first thing that came up. So nice. I'm definitely have to check that one out. I added it to my watch list. So it's just a. Uh, uh, kind of a wacky situational comedy like the guy gets thrown into an environment where he doesn't fit kind of scenario yeah you know and yeah he's uh it's a really strict school it's it's more um you know his dad's super blue collar mm-hmm. and uh he's like oh let's just you know party and whatever the fuck and uh eventually he's like well maybe i should actually try and get good grades right. and but he'd already pissed off all the wrong people. Uh, it's yeah, it's, it's a solid movie. It's it's more there's some dark not darkness to it, but it's not like uh, something about Mary kind of movie. Okay. But yeah, that's that's my number five. Nice. I like it. I like it. All right. So I have a nice retro one here. I think most of mine are. Yeah, they're all retro. So I don't have to say that they're retro. <laughs> um, <laughs> my number four is The Breakfast Club. Come on, Sporto. Level with me. Do you slip her the hot beef injection? Go to hell! Enough! <laughs> hey, what's going on in there? Pricks. Scumbag. What do you say we close that door? We can't have any kind of party. We're burning, checking us out every few seconds. Well, you know, the door's supposed to stay open. So what? So why don't you just shut up? Four other people in here, you know. God, you can count. See, I knew you had to be smart to be a, a wrestler. Who the hell are you to judge anybody anyway? Really? You know, Bender, you don't even count. You know, if you disappear forever, it wouldn't make any difference. You may as well not even exist at this school. Well, I'll just run right out and join the wrestling team. <laughs> Maybe the prep club, too. Student council. No, nah, they wouldn't take you. I'm hurt. You know what, guys, like you knock everything. Oh, this should be stunning. 
Because you're afraid. Oh, God, you Richies are so smart. That's exactly why I'm not heavy in activities. You're a big coward. I'm in a math club. So you're afraid that they won't take you. You don't belong, so you just have to dump all over it. Well, wouldn't have anything to do with you activities people being assholes now, would it? Well, you wouldn't know. You don't even know any of us. Well, I don't know any lepers either, but I'm not going to run out and join one of their fucking clubs. So let's watch the mouth, huh? I'm in a physics club, too. Excuse me a sec. What are you babbling about? Well, what I'd said was I'm in a math club, uh, the Latin club, and the physics club. Physics club. Hey. Jerry. Do you belong to the physics club? That's an academic club. So? So academic clubs aren't the same as other kinds of clubs. Ah, but the dorks like him, they are. What do you guys do in your club? In physics, well, we, we, uh, we talk about physics, uh, properties of physics. So it's sort of social. Demented and sad, but social, right? Nice. Um, this one, uh, so I don't know how I, I had seen a lot of the other movies by um, by John Hughes growing up, but I had never saw this one for some reason until I got to high school. And then, uh, so there's a, a quick funny story about how I first saw this. Um, you might say I was a bit of a bad kid in high school and was frequently in the principal's office and getting different uh, sort of creative punishments given to me to try to, you know, fix me or whatever. So one of the things that he gave me, which I appreciate his, his enthusiasm for constructive punishment, was he wanted me to write a report about character and what, like, having character meant. So he gave me a list of movies that I had to choose from to watch while I was on an extended suspension from school <laughs> and write this report, and I wasn't allowed to come back to school until I wrote the report. <laughs> so <laughs> that was pretty bad. I don't remember what specifically I got thrown out for that time, but there was a whole bunch of shit that happened. Uh, never, like, violent shit. It was always... I was, like, the kid that would do fucked up shit to try and get laughs, like, like destroy shit or do something crazy or obnoxious or call someone something that I shouldn't or do something inappropriate kind of thing, so... Mm-hmm. Uh, so the list that he gave me, one of the movies was The Breakfast Club, and I'm like, the fuck? I don't know. You know, never saw this movie, so I... Um, think we had to go to blockbuster or whatever and rent the fucking thing and i watched it and i was like holy shit like obviously i watched it sober because i was grounded and home on suspension but i was like god damn it this movie is hilarious i don't know why he you know told me to watch this i didn't really like i guess i sort of got it but to me it just felt like more of a fun movie (laughs) and then as i got older i kind of got the themes of it yeah but he he wanted you to be more than just bender yeah and I was like, dude, that Bender guy kicks ass. I'm totally going to be him. So it sort of backfired, I think. But <laughs> yeah, ever since then, I mean, I've watched it a ton of times. And because, you know, then I sort of discovered it. So I'm like, all right, now we got to watch this movie when we're high and laugh at all the funny shit in it. So, so yeah, and that one still gets me to this day. Like, it's, uh, it's such a quotable movie. There's so many great moments in it. And it's probably the best John Hughes movie that I had saw the other ones first and then saw that one later. So... I'm sure you've seen that one, right? Oh yeah, yeah. I've seen I've seen a lot of his, a lot of his movies. I think the first time I saw Breakfast Club was probably at yeah, junior high, freshman freshman year maybe. Okay. So, yeah, that's a 
I think it's one when you're a kid that wouldn't it wouldn't work as well either. Uh, when I was a kid, my shit was weird science, but that <laughs> that I feel works more on like that preteen age. You know, it's a little more fantastical and silly. Yeah, but you know, better soundtrack. <laughs> right. <laughs> well, in in my opinion, but that's true. Um, I actually just uh, my my daughter saw the Breakfast Club a couple years ago with me, and she loved it. And uh, I just got weird science, so I'm like, well, now we have to watch this one. So we're going backwards. <laughs> <laughs> Chet is an asshole. Right. But yeah, that's my number four. <clears throat> uh, what do you got? Let's see. Number four for me, uh, Wet Hot American Summer. Can I make a quick announcement before we finish up? Sure thing. for a terrific summer. Cooking for all you nice people has uh, really helped me get over the fact that I fought in the Vietnam War. Have a great winter. I'm going to go hump the fridge. What? Yes, folks, it's true. I said I'm going to go hump the fridge. What you may not know is I also own a bottle of dick cream, I fondle my sweaters, and I often like to smear mud on my ass. You're probably asking yourselves, isn't he a weirdo? Outcast. Loose cannon. Maybe, I don't think so. I want to introduce you guys to someone. This is my friend. I don't know who he is, but I do know this. At a time when I was trying to hide myself from myself, he was there to show me a new way. Could that be nice of him? And I can be proud of who I am. I put it to you. Campfire wood as we spend the last dinner together. Be proud of who you are. Look at me, my eyes made it up. Okay. Now, if you don't mind, I have some unfinished business to attend to. I don't know if you've seen that one. Uh, I I I did see it once. Um, I I don't remember. Like I know I saw it once a while back, and I've seen a lot of things since then. So yeah, but I do remember the majority of it. It's you know it's probably the most predictable movie on my list. Okay. Uh, it's just it, it's definitely a movie that I will end up throwing on when I'm high, or I'll watch. I don't really dig the spinoff show things they did, but I used to really like the state. Right. Uh, where they all came from so yeah and somebody smokes in the in the movie so and that's not even necessary but it's it's one that i'll i'll be prone to throw on yeah well it's kind of like um not that they're similar but like with breakfast club it's not really a weed movie even though there's the whole scene where they all smoke together but it's not like a pothead movie per se yeah kind of like that is more of a comedy movie even though there's there is pot use in it it's not like the the thrust of the movie i guess you could say 
it's not like a, a half baked where that's like the main theme <laughs> of the movie is pot. So yeah, and that, I, I kind of thought that that those would be more rare as they seem to seem to be in both our lists because we both kind of uh, like the accompaniment rather than yeah. Well, and that's the you know kind of the theme that we were both saying is that it's not about being a part of the culture; it's about enhancing what your culture already is. You know, so something that you already like, like a you know whether it's a dumb comedy movie or something. It's just better on weed. Yeah. Well, speaking of half baked, which which one is that? Is that the is that the John Stewart character? <laughs> yeah. Is that, or is that the Janine Garofalo? Uh, no, I forget. It's all been the... so long since I've seen those movie that movie. I know. I forget all the titles of the various. There was like the Scavenger Smoker and the the whatever the old timer was Willie Nelson. Yeah, that is yeah. a great one. I know. I got to watch that one again too. Pretty much this list is just going to make us both want to watch Half Baked. <laughs> <laughs> we should have just reviewed Half Baked, I think. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know. <laughs> Having not seen it in so many years, it might have been rough. Like, this is how I think I remember it when I was in high school. Yeah. No, that one, I mean, that was written by Dave Chappelle, though it's got quality comedy in it, so. Mm-hmm. It wasn't, like, written by a a hacky comedy movie director guy. Um, but no, that's cool. I, I had heard, um, who's the, the main guy from wet, hot American summer, the David, I forget his real, his name in real life. The guy that uh, like made it. The writer see, or whatever. Uh, Mike, Michael Showalter, Michael Ian black, uh, David Wayne. Yeah. Him, David Wayne. He was on a few podcasts that I listened to promoting the other one he's like a super smart and funny guy yeah he's he seems like it. he um he isn't really on the camera all that often yeah and I, then they correctly. did that that other show on comedy central the another period it's called that that's pretty funny too i don't know if you ever saw that one <laughs> that's a modern show well it's modern made but it takes place in like victorian times but it's like um a spoof of reality tv set in like the victorian era oh i think uh what's that what's it called again um another period Uh, okay uh it's it's uh how do they describe it it's like the real world meets downton abbey kind of thing or something or uh, the kardashians meets downton abbey i don't know something crazy like that but yeah it's pretty fucking funny (laughs) that's a crazy ass show and they're all in that too. David Wayne and uh, Michael Ian Black is in that. A lot of those guys are in, involved with it too. All right, what are we on number three? Mm-hmm. Damn, lists are hard, especially when you don't number them. <laughs> uh, uh, that's another cliche moment for this show, right? Uh, well, while we're on the the theme of of um, more cliched movies, I chose Cheech and Chong's Nice Dreams. As my number three. What's that song that you were working on? A protest song? Oh, uh, Save the Whales? Yeah, yeah, I guess that's it. Yeah, yeah, play. Save the Whales! They broke your mind, you save the Whales. They're pretty bad, you save the Whales. 
shoot the seals. Another reason I chose this one, uh, growing up, Up in Smoke was like the uh, the staple of the Cheech and Chong movies that everyone loved, and and you know we watched that a ton of times ourselves, and and definitely loved that movie. But Nice Dreams is always like the weird one that you didn't quite get when you were younger. That's the one with Timothy Leary in it, right? Yeah, and Pee Wee Herman. Herman. Yeah. And the DEA agent turns into an iguana. Yes. Yeah, because they have the weed that turns you into reptiles. So for whatever reason, I always really liked that one. And nobody else, like everyone wanted to watch Up in Smoke. And I always liked that one a lot. And I think the, the fun part about that one is it almost is more of a regular comedy movie where like obviously the the weed theme is there like they're driving the ice cream truck they're selling the weed and they're smoking the whole time through the movie and there's all kinds of weed talk but like the the main thing is not them trying to get weed or selling weed or whatever like there's a whole other story that goes on that has nothing to do with with them being attached to weed they're just smoking weed while they're doing all this other stuff so it's it sort of gets away from the up in smoke where the whole thing is like we got to find weed because we're not high you know and, yeah uh, it's it's such a bizarre movie and uh, i just rewatched it recently and i like it even more now as i'm grown to kind of like these outside the box movies 
uh, it's, it's so crazy and it has one of my favorite um, ecological theme songs in it about how we should save the whales and shoot the seals oh I forgot about that <laughs> that Cheech performs uh, it's so stupid but it's funny <laughs> but yeah that's my uh, that's my one uh, pothead movie I guess you could say that I chose that actually has the theme of being a, a weed movie but I think that one works as just a comedy on its own too so I, I don't know I always really liked that one yeah uh, Up in Smoke or or Nice Dreams could have made my list mm-hmm. um, but they didn't because <laughs> I I fiddled around with my list and <laughs> every time I was like well you know I was, I, I imploded on my so my number three is Big Lebowski, and everybody's talked about Big Lebowski. Nobody needs to right, really right. go on about it, but that was, yeah, my number three yeah. for this list. Man, I've got certain information, all right? Certain things have come to light, and, you know, has it ever occurred to you that instead of, uh, you know, running around uh, uh, blaming me, you know, given the nature of all this new shit, you know, it, it, this could be a, a, a lot more... Uh, 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 complex. I mean, it's not just, it might not be just such a simple, uh, you know? What in God's holy name are you blathering about? He looks like a fucking loser. Hey, at least I'm housebroken. Huh? No, what the fuck are you? I'm not. The fuck is this? Obviously, you're not a golfer. I peed on the dude's rug. Donnie, you're out of your element. Over the line! This is what happens when you fuck a stranger in the ass! You shouldn't hear What the dude. fuck is he talking My about? My rug. Forget it, Donnie, you're out of your element. I'll suck your cock for a thousand dollars. I am not Mr. Lebowski. You're Mr. Lebowski. I'm the dude. So that's what you call me, you know? Uh, that or uh, his dudeness or uh, duder or, uh, you know, El Duderino, if you're not into the whole brevity thing. Uh, well, Walter. Hell, I can get you told by 3 o'clock this afternoon with nail polish. Nobody fucks with the Jesus. Mr. Treehorn treats objects like women, man. Saturday, Donnie, is Shabbos, the Jewish day of rust. That means I don't work, I don't wound drive a car, I don't fucking ride in a car, I don't handle money, I don't turn on the oven, and I sure as shit don't fucking roll! Do you see what happens, Larry, when you fuck a stranger in the act? Isn't that what makes a man? Mm, sure, that and a pair of testicles. Ow! Fucking fascist! You, you, human paraquat! Here's the fucking money, shithead! Oh, it's, uh, oh, oh, uh, it's down there somewhere. Let me take another look. Life does not stop and start you know, at your convenience, you I, miserable uh, piece of shit. I, shut the fuck up, Donnie. Donnie, shut the fuck up. When do we play? Shut the fuck up, Donnie. 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 This guy peed on it. Donnie, please. Vagina. Well, that's a, a classic comedy, and it's really become like this, this iconic thing where... Um, I know, like, around here, they do a whole movie and a bowling night thing, and it's kind of, you know, spawned this whole culture of its own for fans yeah. of it. Yeah, there's a beer-tasting uh, thing with a movie at the theater in my neighborhood, and then um, one state down in Kentucky, I think, is where Dude Fest is, where it's, like, a weekend of Big Lebowski stuff. Oh, really? That's cool. 
<laughs> I, I think I've never gone, but it's it's a whole day or a whole weekend of yeah. It's a dude con. Yeah, it's a dude con. <laughs> um, <laughs> I like it. But yeah, that was that was that was my number three. No, that's a good choice. Um, it's definitely a, a heavy hitter too. Like everyone loves that movie, whether they get high or not. So yeah. Uh, all right, my number two. So I actually. I was kind of shut in this weekend with some bad weather and I had some time to invest in and researching this a little bit. I was torn between two classic horror movies and I had to watch both of them and decide which one was, was the better. And so, um, well I had to, I was trying to choose between alien and the thing. And the, the reason that I was really like that. I like these as uh, as a movie that requires herbal enhancement is just, because they're so immersive in their their scenery and their settings and the you know the story is so deep in these movies and they're just they're just great movies you know regardless of whatever you're doing or what you're feeling like um so i i watched both of them and even though i think i like alien a little better than the thing i feel like as a as an herbal enhanced movie i like the thing better than alien so that's my number two is John Carpenter's The Thing. I don't know what the hell's in there. It's weird and pissed off, whatever it is. Bennings, go get Childs. What is this? What's, What's going on? Hey, Mama, what is it? I don't know. Wait, Childs! Mac wants the flamethrower. Mac wants the what? That's what he said. Now move! Damn it. Damn it, Childs, torch it! <laughs> <laughs> that was my number two. <clears throat> I watched it last night, actually. Oh, really? <laughs> I'm going to hide this tape when I'm finished. If none of us make it, at least there'll be some kind of record. Storm's been hitting us hard now for 48 hours. We still have nothing to go on. thing I think it rips through your clothes when it takes you over windows found some shredded long johns but the name tag was missing they could be anybody's nobody nobody trusts anybody now we're all very tired trust anybody now. There's nothing else I can do. Just wait. RJ McCready, helicopter pilot, US outpost North 31. I, I think we talked a little bit about this. I think you've had a lot more of it, but we've both had a lot of weekend-long snowstorms. Yeah, yeah. And a lot of stuck in stuck in the building. Yeah. Sort of stuff. And uh, yeah, that all those things you said. And yeah, I, I just I I love that movie. I'm a really big fan of John Carpenter. Right. Um I read the. Uh, the story i had seen the movie before but it was just kind of like oh you know uh 
I have, sorry, blah blah blah. No, uh, I read I read the short story Who Goes There that it was based off of in okay. school, and then I went back and checked the movie out again, and then I just got really into it, you know, doing the comparisons, and then I just sort of I don't compare them anymore. They're just all things that I have. But yeah, I'm that's my number two. I love that movie. Watched it last night. I very well could watch it later tonight. That's actually pretty insane that both of us picked the same movie as number two <laughs> out of all the movies in the world with no specific criteria yeah i thought we were gonna overlap somewhere else i know right I, I, <laughs> but I, I that's probably gonna be our only overlap oh uh, well, that's yeah that's really cool i'm pretty sure my number one wouldn't be your number one but i guess <laughs> i never know yeah i um i went through both of them and i think the things that i like about alien are sort of the opposite with the thing where they both have that great isolation and scenery but with alien it's almost like the slowness and the tension is the best part of it yeah and then with with the thing it's you know it's it's much more fast-paced and aggressive and a lot more effects and a lot more crazy visuals and stuff so that was where it really got me like with with alien i was also watching it at night but i was like I was like pretty burned out and I was smoking and I'm like, I don't know, like I'm not, like I, I love it, but I'm not like blown away. And then the next day when I was watching the thing, I'm like, nope, this is the one. <laughs> but yeah, I think it's it's kind of the opposite things of it, the, the slow suspense of Alien. Because I mean, Alien doesn't have a lot of that, that insane monster effect and, and the, all the craziness that goes on with, with uh, John Carpenter's The Thing there's so much action in that movie that it feels like it never stops kind of you know yeah yeah see the the movie that i mentally pair with the thing for comparison uh, it's cool that you had alien um the movie that i i mentally pair with the thing is the 70s invasion of the body snatchers okay and that's what i was trying to pick between for my two sure sure um because i you know they're both about paranoia and bodies being taken up taken over and all that other stuff and i was like well which one like the thing even though it's not exactly a happy movie right i feel i feel better after having watched it than body snatchers yeah especially the, the 70s one it's just kind of like you're like oh man that sucks right well i do like um as i refer to them bummer endings as i refer to it on the show all the time <laughs> i do yeah. like a bummer ending either way but um, yeah, the thing, it has more of this, this peaceful acceptance of, of fate as opposed to like, oh shit, we just realized we're all fucked <laughs> right? kind of thing. So yeah. Cause I mean the thing, I mean, you don't even know if the thing is actually dead or not. So it's just like, well, whatever, we're going to die. So who cares? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's, that's funny that we had the same one at two out of all the things in the world. We picked the thing, uh, Cool. Well, that um, streamlines the number two a little bit. That's good. We've probably been going long. <laughs> uh, no, we are uh, about an hour and 15 minutes. Oh, okay, right on. So, from where I cut in, it, it feels long because I had to pick the cut in point. So. Uh, all right, my number one is, uh, it is Return of the Jedi. The nice. Star Wars Episode 6. Hey. 
What did he say? I'm rather embarrassed, General Sodo, but it appears you are to be the main cause at a banquet in my honor. Your Royal Highness. But these are my friends. Repio, tell them they must be set free. Somehow I got the feeling that didn't help us very much. Trivio, tell them if they don't do as you wish, you'll become angry and use your magic. But Master Luke, what magic? I couldn't possibly just tell them. You see, Master Luke, they didn't believe me, just as I said they wouldn't. Well. This one has uh, always been my favorite of the series as a, a kid growing up with Star Wars and I still I still like this one the best. I think growing up it had that sort of hero's journey with the climax that I always loved about it and as much as people hate the Ewoks like that makes me love it even more. I don't know why I can't get enough of those furry little <laughs> bastards. <laughs> But I think, especially for uh, an, an an herbal enhancement movie, it's uh, it's so kind of off the wall, and you have you know some good action scenes, and you have the more uplifting tone to the movie, plus Ewoks. So, <laughs> yep, nub. I know. I can't. I don't know if if you've seen any of my Ewok pictures and my toy photography ones. I um I have like twenty or something Ewok figures. 
that I do pictures with all the time? I feel like I've seen I've seen a few. Uh, my wife was just telling me earlier today that she saw a video where somebody had translated the Ewok song from the end of the movie. Oh, really? And it's like a pretty cool like folk song about like, peace, <laughs> peace or something like that. <laughs> I don't know. I need to need to check it out. She's I like the Star Star Wars movies, but I could never argue that I like them more than her. You know, she knows stuff that's in the books, right. and you know, I'm just like, okay. Yeah, that's that's <laughs> uh, how Marco is. He knows like everything, and I even like I'll just buy some stormtrooper figures to like get them dirty and blow up with fireworks and whatever, and take pictures of it. And mm-hmm. I'm like, hey, what are these uh, these troopers that I got? I said, I don't even know what movie they're from. And he's like, tells me the, the name and number, what movie they're from. Like, he knows all that shit. He knows <laughs> all the book stuff. And that was, uh, it's funny because when I got him to start doing this show with me, um, I was just sort of associated with this other network, the Raw Live and Unedited Network. They're kind of a little smaller, starting to grow type of thing, like what Legion does. And, um, I was just kind of like an insider, but not having any sort of show. And then their show got added to the network. And I was like, oh, hey, what's up, man? You know, I'm I'm Paul and I'm into like horror movies and whatever. I don't have a show, but for some reason I'm included with all these other guys that have shows here. So, And he's like, oh, that's cool. I'm into horror too. And like nobody else in that network is like a hardcore horror fan. So I just started talking to him about horror movies and we were like, hey, let's try and make a show out of this, you know. So right it was on. it was all just completely by chance that we happened to be friends with the same people. So so that's his two things is Star Wars and horror. Nice. And your your Skype picture here is a Chewbacca that looks like I've seen that photograph in full form somewhere. Yeah, I that's like one of my favorite ones from last year, so I, I spread that one around a lot with my hot toys Chewbacca. Chewbacca's my other favorite. I I like all the all the fur covered creatures in star wars so chewbacca ewoks uh the wampa like the ice monster one Mm. Uh, anything that's fur covered i like the the most in star wars those are my dudes (laughs) (laughs) all right so i'm guessing that that's not your number one so that won't be a, a match it isn't a match but we did just watch uh the original trilogy two days ago uh, when we were all snowed in. Okay. Um, that is the awesome choice. It very well could have been my number one. But um, you are correct, sir. My number one is not that. My number one uh, for this list was probably, it's definitely the movie that I've seen the most often. And okay. it's definitely the movie that I've seen much much more further ahead in time before I started smoking pot. Right. Or the devil's lettuce. <laughs> um, <laughs> as my uh, v- v- Chilean exchange student friend in high school used to call it pedo. <laughs> nice. uh, my number one is uh, Labyrinth. Hello? No, I said hello, but that's close enough. 
You're a worm, aren't you? Yeah, shot. You don't by any chance know the way through this labyrinth, do you? Oh, me? Nah, I'm just a worm. Oh. Come inside and meet the missus. No, thank you, but I have to solve this labyrinth. But there aren't any turns or any openings or anything. It just goes on and on and... Well, you ain't looking right. It's full of openings. It's just you ain't seeing them. Well, where are they? There's one just across there. It's right in front of you. No, there isn't. Come inside and have a nice cup of tea. But there isn't an opening. <laughs> of course there is. You try walking through it. You'll see what I mean. What? Go on, go on then. That's just wall. There's no way through. Things are not always what they seem in this place. So you can't take anything for granted. incredibly helpful. But don't go that way. What was that? I said, don't go that way. Never go that way. Oh, thanks. Oh, if she'd have kept on going down that way, she'd have gone straight to that castle. Oh, okay. Uh, I'm a big Jim Hansen fan. I think any kid that grew up in the 80s yeah. is a Jim Henson fan. Right. Um, but yeah, I just... Uh, I could watch this movie every day if I didn't stop myself. Um, sure, sure. You know, there's a couple in that echelon. Like, I was, number one was sort of, and it's funny that the things that didn't necessarily, some of the ones that didn't win number one mm -hmm. weren't even on my list at all. But, you know, there's The Princess Bride. I was thinking about that, maybe. Okay. Um, but yeah, The Labyrinth. It's a blast. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> if if you smoke nothing or you smoked everything, yeah, you know. that kind of falls sort of in that same zone, time period, whatever. With the with Return of the Jedi, where it's it's trippy and it's I mean that even more is trippy and weird than than uh, Return of the Jedi is. But you know, it has all the crazy puppet effects, and that's definitely a ton of fun. I haven't seen that in a long time. I need to see that. And, you know, David Bowie, and I had an older sister named Sarah, and that's the main character's sister, and my older sister used to wish the goblins would take me away <laughs> when I was little, and right. it's just, uh, that movie's a blast, and yeah, um, yeah that that's my number one right now, I would say. No, that's a good choice. I, I think, um, you know... The theme, for the most part, with a lot of these movies we had was that it was it was fun first, and then you know works on some level you know secondary so i think any of the movies that we picked are ones that we would enjoy watching either way even nice dreams like i was saying i think even though it's a a, a weed themed movie it still is funny if you're not high too yeah and it so. stays with you you know i haven't i haven't seen it for at least five six maybe ten years and sure so much of it is is you know we already talked about the the chief of police or the yeah. DEA agent or whatever he was and yeah it was uh, Stacy Keach who played him yeah uh, and what would Cheech pretending like he was swimming in the swimming pool when the helicopter flies over yeah it was the rip in the tarp that was covering up the plantation that they had yeah and so he was yeah. pretending he was swimming I know it's a lot of just a lot of zany comedy in that one. But 
I think, uh, you know, either way, it's it, there's just there's a fun factor and an enjoyability to these movies. Even something like The Thing that doesn't necessarily end on a positive note, but how can you not have fun with, you know, a dog's face splitting in half and tendrils shooting out and, uh, you know, all the the insane monsters bursting out of people and shit flying everywhere and stuff that goes on in the thing, plus all the great character drama that you have in that movie too. Yeah, the the blood testing scene. I know, it's so good. <laughs> I You know, even though I've seen it a billion times, I'm still nervous every time I watch that part. You I know, know, it still like makes you jump just a little bit <laughs> when it flies out. You're like, God damn it, that really flew out of there. Fuck. Like, I, like I, for some reason, I thought it was the other guy. I know. I definitely thought it was the the last guy that I forget what you know the general or whatever the white haired guy I thought that it was him for sure <laughs> the first time I saw it but yeah we were the wrong. guy <laughs> but we were so wrong right the guy that plays the dad in the Steve Martin movie House Guest oh right right <laughs> that's the only only other thing I've seen him in I know I I love those those odd character guys like that where. You like know them from one or two other things like that, and then they've been in a whole bunch of other shit that you just have never seen because it doesn't match up with the one or two things that you've seen them in. The rest of it is Ye- completely isolated to some other type of movie. Yeah, so many different genres that don't necessarily link. Yeah, they uh, they just took a job doing a horror movie to get paid, kind of thing. <laughs> <laughs> well, that used to be oh, slumming it back Saxon. in the day, right? Yeah. Now everybody wants to be in horror movies, but it used to be slumming it back in the day. (laughs) That's where you went. Right. So, um, no, I think this was a lot of fun. I think we had a lot more that we could have talked about, so we'll have to do this again sometime soon. Yeah, man, thanks a lot for asking me to come on and do this. Yeah, I I think I had sort of explained before, but the the thing to me is if I, you know, go through this, this... Uh, format with all these different people that also do podcasting which at this point everyone has been doing it longer than me so it's only going to give me a better insight as well as just give me practice and interacting with different people and trying to figure out how to be effective and creative and find something to make work with you know all the different guys and girls and whatever that I want to have on so it's uh, it's nothing but um, just good mic time for me and hopefully it's good listening time for everybody. So <laughs> don't don't blame Paul. If this episode sucks, it's all my fault. That's not true. <laughs> no, no, it's definitely not true. I'm sure it won't suck. I'm sure it will. No, I, I think it's great, but every every time you're a little high, you think everything's great. So I don't want to be <laughs> <laughs> That's true. So uh why don't you uh why don't you plug your various uh, going ons for us and uh, then we'll we'll get out of here after that okay right on um so just just in case uh the one i will definitely plug so you don't have to do too much editing is the psychosemantic podcast mm-hmm. uh it is a proud member of the legion podcast network as we talk about politics movies and political movies if you look up the psychosemantic podcast or the psychosemantic cast on facebook we've got a group where there's a lot of doctored photos of various government officials on you know (laughs) villains in movies or nazis or combinations uh 
and and uh, just basic, you know, social or political discussions. It, m- it might be something that people already get so much of on their Facebook feeds, but it's a cool little place. Um, I, th- I think you have a unique uh, perspective on it too, where it's not just you know shouting into an empty room, kind of the, you know the bullshit that everyone hears all the time. Just reposting articles that confirm their biases. So, oh, yeah, thanks. I, d- I do force myself to read things that I hate at least once or twice a month. <laughs> right. Yeah, it's good to have the full perspective of both sides, I think. So, yeah, but, you know, to, to avoid the hippie stoner uh, cliche, it's the only way we can get along better. <laughs> sure, sure. <laughs> Try to understand each other. No, I agree. Uh, good. And how often do you have a schedule for that show or you kind of just oh, keep it loose? Now I, I initially thought about only putting out episodes when Congress was in, she- was in session. Okay. Uh, but then I realized I wanted to do more than, you know, three weeks of shows a year. Yes. So it's, it's, uh, basically every other week okay. unless something crazy happens. Uh, you know, I, I put in a lot of music and sound bites and whatever you know sometimes i get a little carried away but uh <laughs> no it's good well i think people that listen to my show have kind of uh gotten used to that sort of thing that i've been trying to copy guys like you and some of our other friends on legion that do a lot of editing and add stuff in so i was definitely inspired by some of the stuff that i heard you do as well as others as you know just an editing style to just you know enhance the product that you're already putting out so and people seem to dig it. And like I yeah, said before, yeah. like I, I, I would, I would have been, if I didn't know that you had just started podcasting, I would have thought you had been doing it longer. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, that's good. So, wanted to tell you that. Thank you. I appreciate it. I usually, uh, I just try and bring people on to tell me nice things about myself, so that <laughs> I feel better when I hang up. We so. need our sycophant others. <laughs> That's right. Cool. And uh, all of my stuff will be in the intro that you would have already heard if you're listening to this. So uh, I will thank you for coming on and uh, spending a little time with me. And hopefully we can do this again soon. Yeah. And if you ever feel like coming over onto mine, uh, let's talk. Yeah. I think there's a few that aren't too heavily political that we can we can keep it kind of lighthearted about. I'm not uh, I'm not super deep on political knowledge, but there's definitely now, some, some consumerism type movies and stuff that I think I'm a fan of. Yeah, that is totally fine. I I am always happy to not get too deep. Like I said, I would probably have more yeah. listeners if I kept it a little lighter. Sometimes, <laughs> yeah, maybe. <laughs> but I'm just, just doing what I'm doing. Yeah, well, it's that's, just that's uh, it's it's different voices for different people. So, you know, some people want to hear that, and if you if you don't go as deep, then the people that like hearing that aren't going to like it. So, yeah. you know, you can't make everyone happy, right? <laughs> yeah, there's there's a couple sayings about that sort of thing. Yeah, cool. All but right. you made me happy by inviting me on here. I had a blast. Great. All right. Well, thank you, and we will see you next time. Bye. See ya. Up in smoke. You get a goddamn job I, I before really sundown, or we're what, shipping you off to
up in smoke That's where my money goes In my lungs And sometimes up my nose When troubled times Begin to bother me I take a toke And all my cares Go up in smoke <laughs> Up in smoke Donde todo Es libre There are no signs Que dicen I choke It all of me scares Go up in smoke Come on, let's go get high Up in smoke That's where I want to be